You're listening to Are You Happy Business Podcast on Captivate. It's again Art with the Are You Happy Business Podcast. And today we got a special guest with us. Kirsch, welcome. Hi. Hi, Art. Good to be here. Thank you for joining us today. Um, as per usual, the Are You Happy Business Podcast um, dedicates a fair bit of our time to your craft. So who is Kirsch and what does he do on a daily basis? Got it. Okay, so Kirsch is um, a truth seeker and uh, someone who's very enthusiastic about physics, mathematics. Uh, and right now I'm a hardware design engineer. And yeah, that's what I do. And solving problems makes me happy, especially things centered around using AI and machine learning, data science. That's awesome. And uh, quite interesting because right now AI is all over the place. Um, what is your take on that? I'm quite, quite interested to know. Got it. Um, I think that AI, while it has rightfully so made a bunch of big waves, um, because, I, you know, I'm, I'm biased because ever since I watched the movie AI Artificial Intelligence with Haley Joel Osment back in 2003, that's when I was in movie theaters, when I think it was 12, I just was fascinated with AI ever since then. Um, and I was planning on going into AI, but ended up kind of stuck in electrical engineering <laughs> to, to pay the bill. So it's uh, as far as school is concerned. So I think it's long, it's a long, it's a long time coming uh, as far as AI. And I think overall that everyone's afraid of AI taking over the world, taking over their, their jobs and everything, but there's maybe not enough talk about how it can assist us and maybe even help train us or get help us evolve as people. Um, as long as we can cut the power to AI, um, that's, they're not taking it over anything anytime soon. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Um, uh, lately I've been also quite into AI with all this craze going around chat GPT and all that. Um, uh, and, uh, one thing that I thought about is, are we actually able to just unplug them? Is that doable or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Coincidentally, I used to work as a power systems engineer, uh, so I would analyze the power grid in Texas. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the the a large part of the process of operating power and everything, as far as the grid is concerned, and grids is a lot of me mechanical manual work. I mean, until you can get robots operating these things, then that's what it's going to take people. However, I am aware that a lot of these things we do are electronically controlled and everything. So that is a potential security risk. So now we have to consider really beefing up on cybersecurity, um, making sure that code bases are super secure and that AI doesn't take over, especially with its super intelligence that is approaching. So it, it is a concern, but um, not so much until you have actual robots replacing humans doing the groundwork in the substations and generators. Awesome. Um, I understood that uh, you are into AI and you are into uh, hardware engineering, but I'm curious to know, how did you get into this? How did this become your life passion? As far as AI is concerned or as far as hardware? Oh, yeah. Um, just that movie, something about it inspired me. Uh, I think because, I, I mean, I won't blame everything on my my Myers-Briggs personality type, but I do happen to be an INTP, which is kind of like, um, you know, they're hard to find 
people like us who we're, we, we analyze data and we just love data. So I think I always naturally just like data, learning things just to learn them, finding and understanding connections. So I think from birth, it was predestined that I would have be biased toward AI because that's what it does. And there's not much emotion or you know human emotion involved. So um, there's that as well. Uh, and, and in addition, being male, stereotypical engineering male, right? Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was the interactions that I, I, I have no idea. It's the fact that these artificial machines can have these interactions that could um, order on what I would consider emotion and seeing that mm-hmm. through the screen and being more in tune with what I see on the screen as far as my emotions are concerned than in real life, which is a bizarre kind of feeling. Um, uh, and yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I've just always been biased toward it. I was born that way. The movie was great. And I, oh, also my mission is to help improve the human's quality of life. And I think because I saw AI could help us do that and achieve that, that inspired me to delve more into it as well over the last 20 years. So I think for those reasons, yeah. That's awesome. And you took your passion one step further by opening up your YouTube channel where you talk about this stuff. Is that correct? What's the, what's the um, uh, name for the channel? That's correct. So the name of the channel is Tech Ed Kirsch. Um, yeah, T-E-C-H-E-D Kirsch. I'm thinking about dropping the Kirsch and just calling it Tech Ed. Um, but yeah, that's the channel where I talk about hardware design and now AI, chat GPT, prompt engineering. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. We encourage everyone that is listening to us to go check that out. Tech E-D Kirsch at mm-hmm. Tech E-D Kirsch. Awesome. Um, what about Asofu, the global enterprise? that you, that you're the owner of, what do you do there? Right. What I do there. Okay. So the mission of Hasofu is to, uh, uh, how do I say to take out my grievances on the university academic, academic system. <laughs> so what happened was that in, in being stuck in double E, when I really want to do AI computer science for my graduate degree, I found out real fast that unless I had co-ops and connections, I was not getting any job opportunities um, the way I wanted to, despite pretty much not having a life as a double E. For electrical engineers, computer engineers, you know what that life is like in engineers in general, pretty much have no life. And so what happened was that um, I kept getting rejected for years and years. And that brought up certain frustrations, even through my master's and even a part of the PhD. It wasn't until I learned some Python that I managed to land my first internship as a 28-year-old. I mean, in a, as a PhD candidate, right? I just wasn't in the game. You know, I'm from the Bahamas. I transferred to the U.S. I didn't know anything. I came here by myself and all that. So um, these frustrations led me to developing skills on my own that were hard to attain uh, That and, and that included hardware design, something I could actually do and build. That plus Python, plus power systems allowed me to get my first role, my subsequent roles. And then I found that there is a, instead of taking the eight years it took me to get, become hireable, there's a faster path. That's another thing I do as well. Once I learn enough things, I figure out ways to innovate them and make them five or 10 times more efficient. So now that all culminates to this, what we have now, 
I've reverse engineered the process it takes to become a hardware engineer from five years down to six months, okay, or less. And this is so that other people, we make online courses that are blended in a special way that make it so other people don't have to spend the eight years that I did to learn such a hard field as hardware design engineering, which is a subdiscipline within double E. Um, Hasofu's mission is to give people the skills they need to be job ready and industry ready within six months or less, guaranteed using innovative teaching methods, not not just throwing more data at you. So far, it's a hundred percent success rate for people who graduate from the program. They get hired. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations, Gersh. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. So very lucrative, I would say, um, professional life. But I'm I'm, I'm quite interested to know: uh, Are you happy though? Ah, uh, happiness. Um, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say that I'm happy. Um, I've been practicing gratitude more so lately, and I'd say most of my life, I wouldn't describe myself as being happy. I just work toward a mission, what I believe my purpose is in my life um, from a young age, and I just target that. And I, I thought about it like for the first time a few years ago, and I was like, no, I'm not happy, but I don't know if I need to be. Uh, I just doing my thing, you know, but I'm not like sad either. Sometimes I'm sad, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What would you say to someone that is feeling similar or is unhappy? I would say that, um, first of all, don't feel pressured about feeling, having to feel happy in the first place. Happiness is a feeling to, to me, to me anyway, this is my belief. Uh, this is how I back rationalize my my ex existence so far. Um, happiness is a feeling that comes and goes. Uh, you might find happiness not in life as it passes, but maybe happiness in shows you watch or uh, events uh, or vicarious happiness through things that happen through a TV show or something. So, um, and those characters, I find that characters and shows evoke more emotion out of me than real life does in a lot of cases. So um, as long as you're achieving what you think is your your goal, your mission, um, which is a privilege to know on off the case or it takes a lot of hard work. I think happiness is, I wouldn't say overrated um, because that would be kind of arrogant for me to say until I, mm -hmm. but I would say that, you know, there are it's okay to be in other states of emotion. Um, if you're unhappy and you're sad, then look at the advantages or benefits that the situation that's made you unhappy given you. Like, did it force you to have to learn something? Did it cause you to have to think about being grat having gratitude towards something? Um, seeing both sides of these events, which are just events, these both sides of the same coin can bring you toward balance. Um, uh, and because you don't want to be overly happy in a, in a, un, in a not great situation where you need to kind of buckle down and work your butt off <laughs> to get out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think being balanced is more important than, you know, more so being happy, but don't be sad for too long. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's very well said. I, I would agree. Um, not everyone or better said, um, a very small, um, percentage of individuals could be happy all the time. All the rest of us have fluctuations there. 
which is completely normal. That's completely fine. As long as we understand that uh, there is good and positive out there, that is that is what, what is most important. Awesome, Kesh. Um, uh, last question before, before we wrap this up. If there was a message you could get across to the whole world, what would that be? Wow. Okay. On the spot here. Um, my message would be to that. Wow. I think that the most important superpower for me and that I would hope others would have would be to learn as quickly as possible uh, so that you can add more value to the rest of the world through our skills, um, through income generation, uh, income generating activities, um, and doing what we can to be an impact in the world. I'm not saying everyone needs to have a purpose or anything like that, or needs to know what that is, but thinking about what you can do for the greater good, including yourself, because you are part of the greater good. So do not, if empaths out there, do not overgive for people who always take, okay? And for people who always take, think about that, all right? If you're taking, at least benefit other people, all right? Um, give as much as, uh, give as much to yourself as you give to others and try to, it sounds cliche, but make the world a better place, contribute to the greater good. And uh, yeah, and I, I, I hope to do that through STEM education for the youth, right? Uh, college students because that's extremely important. We have to improve our technology. And, and, uh, and finally, technology is here to assist us. There's no need to be afraid. Just, and it, once, the once the tech can do all the jobs, we can enjoy life, you know, relaxing anyway. So yeah, you can, you can do a lot more than you might think. You, you, each one of you can make a difference in the world. All right, you just have to do that. All right, that's, that's it. Kirsch, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Everyone, this was Kirsch Mackey with us today. We encourage all of you to listen to our previous podcasts and hop on our socials to find more happiness there. Until then, that is it from my side, Art. And I look forward to meeting you again on our next episode.